welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. This again is Matt Haller. And today we have somebody who I just recently met through a referral, a strategic partner of ours. His name is Anson Anderson, and he's the managing partner of Elite Resource Team. And we're going to unpack what that means and what Elite Resource Team is and why in God's name he's on the podcast. But as always, I want to make sure that we have a chance to get to know who Anson is and a little bit about his story. When you were a kid, is this what you grew up and you're like, dude, I'm totally going to be the managing partner of the Elite Resource Team. <laughs> yeah, so pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's ironically, it's not that far, probably from from what I envisioned. Born and raised in San Diego, both parents were elementary school professionals, teachers, a lot of uh, educators in the family. For some reason, I got bit real early on with two bugs. One was the entrepreneurial bug from the get go of a little kid picking berries at the end of the street, selling them to the neighbors kind of thing. And the second was somewhere in early high school, Grandpa decided to start getting me stocks for Christmas and, and uh, the birthdays. And really, I got this interest in finance and financial planning space and being a stockbroker or whatever that meant at the time. And so kind of my, my career journey has been a combination of balancing a, an interest in the financial services industry and a passion towards the entrepreneurial space, coming up with an idea and seeing if we can kind of bring it to fruition. So that's, that's the summary of kind of who I am at the core and kind of what started this journey. From an entrepreneurial perspective, as we talked previously uh, before the podcast, you've had many ventures. I mean, what part of the entrepreneurial journey excites you the most? Yes. So early on in college, working full time at Smith Barney. Found out pretty quick that I didn't love that environment at the time. Unfortunately, I had a managing partner that told me the number one key for success was every day when you get to the office, leave your morals and your values on the elevator. Dad was an Eagle Scout, so that didn't sit very well with me. So I left there, went to a small boutique firm that focused on high net worth individuals and kind of always just had creative ideas on the side. So eventually left there, started my own practice, and that focused within the high net worth space and building relationships with CPAs and attorneys and ultimately kind of evolved in this virtual family office. So quickly learned that I loved coming up with ideas and testing them with clients and testing with other professionals, but I didn't actually, and I wasn't all that good at being a planner, ironically. I, I know this is a podcast for financial planners, but there's a lot of people out there that are much better at planning than I am. I just kind of like the beginning of coming up with something and trying to bring it to fruition. So very quickly got burnt out on the financial planning direct with end user clients, then started shifting and focusing on building relationships with the CPAs and the attorneys. That worked really well for a couple of years, got a lot of interest in that. And then people started coming and saying, hey, if you'd be willing to spend an hour with me, I'd pay you for your time to teach me how you built these types of relationships. So that was 2015 when I started Elite Resource Team with another business partner. We had gone through some great CPA training programs out there, some of which are still around, some aren't around anymore. And in essence, we just started growing an online education and training company 
for financial advisors and insurance agents, focusing on how to help them grow their business by partnering with CPAs and attorneys and offering a virtual family office experience. I know that our listeners right now are thinking, well, of course, Anton, I want to have relationships with CPAs and estate planning attorneys. And every time I go there, they kind of placate me by patting me on my back and say, oh, I'll send you clients. But then they never do. What are you doing, dude? How are you doing that differently? Yeah. So even the question is a little bit altered from what I would suggest. And it's it's indicative of the traditional mindset, which is send me clients. So first of all, we're not at all interested in referrals. In fact, we actually tell them, I will not even accept your referral. What we're interested in is building win-win partnerships and then doing mutual introductions, having mutual conversations and bringing them through a process to not only look at how can I manage your assets or how can I sell you insurance, but rather how can I, with my skill set, your CPA with their skill set, perhaps an attorney with their skill set, and any other professionals that I need to bring in, how can we overall improve your personal and your business situation? So it's a very different conversation, like from the beginning. And as a result of that, I think it's, it's been a little bit ahead of its time. It's the outdated model of trading referrals really doesn't work very well anymore. So this is much more of a team-based approach, hence elite resource team. And it's really focused on this virtual family office concept, which says, how do I build professional relationships within five areas, which is what the majority of clients need? Wealth management and insurance. Those are two obvious. The third would be tax planning, not only compliance work, but also proactive planning. Then you have legal needs. That could be estate planning. That could be buy-sell agreements. That could be succession planning. Then you have business advisory services, employee engagement, for example, or company culture or measuring KPI. So those are basically the five areas in which we teach advisors to either be an expert, wealth management insurance, or form partnerships, tax, legal, business advisory, to bring more proactive and holistic planning to your client's experience. When it comes to, I get the tax planning and the legal planning, but the business advisory services, I want to know more about that. Yeah, I like that you honed in on that because I think that's a, a lot of virtual family office or multifamily offices actually miss that piece. And the reason why I think it's so important is because you own a business, I own a business, like they are our babies. Think about how much time, energy, blood, sweat we've put into growing our companies. So if I can actually show you how to run a more effective company, how to, how to attract better talent, how to develop your leadership internally, now all of a sudden I've got your trust, I've got your respect, I've got your attention, the asset under management and the insurance, they really just kind of come along for a ride because the truth is, those value propositions have been commoditized. Like if I lead with, I will charge you 10 basis points less, or I have a proprietary annuity, that's a very commoditized, outdated discussion, very red ocean. Whereas a blue ocean is, let me understand what Matt is trying to accomplish and how between my expertise and my team of professionals, we can help Matt accomplish that in the most effective way possible. How is this whole thing set up? I mean, do you have a pool of, of CPAs and, and, and business advisory services and legal people from all over the country? Do you help insert the advisor into the wealth management insurance component? Help me understand that a little bit more, please. Yeah, good question. So we have a, a national team of specialists that I would say are kind of your higher end planning professionals. They're not your everyday professionals that you would find in most kind of cities or towns. They're the higher end that you bring in when you don't know what to do. 
Then we also help you identify who do I need on my local team? So a good, for example, a good business banker, estate planning attorney, maybe a business broker. Like those are good people to have on your local team. So we coach you on how to build your local team. We plug you into our national virtual family office. And then we help and coach you and the CPA on how to have this proactive and holistic communication with your clients. How does this work from a marketing perspective? So you just laid a beautiful foundation, Anton, and I really appreciate that. And you've gotten people's interest. You've piqued my attention big time on this too. I mean, being able to plug into stuff, being able to be coached on how to build those relationships, that's all super important. But how does this work within a marketing sort of framework? What do you guys do to help all of the people that whole rising tide lifts all boats sort of idea here? So we've got about 1,100 advisors that we have in our training community since 2015. We've got about 600 accountants. What's really interesting about the question you just asked is I always felt this tear between what we were doing for our own marketing and to grow our company and what we could help the advisor and the accountants do. So we have grown through both organic and paid marketing. We got to the point where we were spending somewhere between 800,000 to about 1.1 million a year on paid marketing, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. But most of the advisors and the accountants that we are training, they don't have a million dollar a year budget. So what we finally did is we decided to kind of take all of the marketing that we were doing ourselves and, and hire a tech team to build out a digital marketing platform as well as plug in our copywriters and our graphic designers. So that's been our kind of newest addition to the value proposition is, is called Elite Marketing Platform. And it is kind of full turnkey from our copywriters, our graphic designers, all internal content that we not only have built, but also we've used to grow our own company. And so the most exciting part about that is that finally we've been able to take what's worked really well to explain the value proposition to the marketplace and put it into a platform that's relatively turnkey and very kind of price affordable for our average member. And the reason why I was excited about this when I started going down this, this thought process with your question is, it took me a couple years to realize that even with the best value proposition and some really cool, great CPA partners that I had, like I only got to a, a point and then I hit a ceiling. And the reason I finally figured out was because even with the best value proposition, if nobody knows about your value proposition, you're not going to grow. So finally, it was like, okay, so let's take this unique value proposition that's existing within this blue ocean and let's plug it into a platform where people are already paying attention to and say it in a way that gets their interest. So that's kind of what we did internally to grow to that level. And finally, we've been able to roll out, I think, to our community through the elite marketing platform. Is there one of those platforms that you have found is more beneficial, not only from an SEO perspective or showing up in people's feeds than other ones? How have you guys, I mean, you guys have run all sorts of ads. So you've got to have some analytics on this. Help me with that. Yeah, we definitely do. And I think part of it depends obviously on the message you want to deliver and how comfortable you are on that platform. So you're really comfortable with voice. Obviously, podcast is phenomenal. You're comfortable on video. YouTube is the best. You're comfortable with copy like blogs is very good. Social media, I think, is an incredible platform, not only from the organic growth, but from the paid perspective as well. Having said that, people really need to know it's not easy to dip your toe into the paid marketing space. I think that's a quick way to lose a lot of money. So if you want to go down the paid social media route, I think you need to be ready to either hire somebody that knows what they're doing or have a little bit of a budget, meaning like 10 grand a month at least, 
and a time frame to realize you're going to have to test, tweak the KPIs until you're finally going to see kind of an ROI on that front. So I'm a big believer in it's not about necessarily one platform or one approach being better than the rest. It's about finding the one that works best for you and your story and then running with that. Well, you and I are kindred spirits when it comes to taking a little bit more of a long view. I I hear often that people talk to me about, well, well, Matt, I I need to know what the ROI is. Uh, And for us, it's return on influence, which is exactly the same thing that you're talking about here. But return on influence is a longer process. Uh, You don't become an influencer immediately. You have to show that you're committed to that platform, that you're committed to be giving information out uh, to that specific audience to make sure that when they go back and they scroll back that you aren't a fly by night person who's going to try to hock them something, right? This is a relationship business that you and I are in and that all of our clients are in too. And building a relationship with people does take time. Let's talk about time. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Anton. You can tell me to pound sand if you want, but if I'm dropping that sort of coin a month and I'm using your system, how quickly, I mean, is it a year in, is it two years in that you really start seeing these relationships develop with your your tax planners, your legal people, your business advisory services, and using this online paid SEO or paid paid ads on social? Yeah, I love it. And I like that you tied in the relational aspect too. I, I think there are short-term marketing, which is typically a lower price point, And it's also typically a quicker return, but it's less sustainable, right? It's like buying a cold lead. You need to eat tomorrow, buy a cold lead. Online marketing has some of that short-term opportunity. So Elite Marketing Platform is a subscription base. It's like $57 a month. It's incredibly efficient. But what people need to realize is it will take time, not to get your first kind of client out of it, but it will take time for you to use that platform to establish the ongoing trust and credibility, which then can lead to the CPA relationship, the attorney relationship. So I'd say something like the online and digital marketing can be short and can be a low price point, but that should only be done as a means to the next kind of evolution, which in my opinion is doing something to really establish yourself as a credible expert, forming a partnership with a CPA, doing a podcast, these types of things that are an investment of time, a larger investment of capital often. So you have one that's kind of a short term. I'd say the CPA is, in my opinion, one of the best medium and long-term vehicles to significantly grow a practice. But you're talking really a minimum of probably six months before you're going to start seeing any type of client introductions if it's a good relationship. And realistically, it's probably that six to nine month window. But the whole purpose is obviously to build that type of relationship. So it's continuing to produce fruit a year from now, two years from now, et cetera. And then my favorite is now combining the short term, like the online marketing with the medium and long term, like the CPA or attorney relationship or partnership. And once you bring those together, now you have the credibility of the relationship and then you have the effective way to communicate the unique value proposition to the prospects and to the clients. CPAs, business advisory services, and attorneys, if you go in hungry, they're going to smell it and you're, they're going to throw you into the bin of all of the other people that showed up. And in slowly building those relationships over time, like you're talking about, I think is fantastic. You said how many? 11,000? 11? How many people did you say? 1100. 1100. Okay. I added a zero there. I'm being optimistic for you, brother. That's the goal. What are the biggest mistakes that you have seen people make in going through this 
this very defined process? So I think there's a couple things and naturally we're wired as financial advisors to want quick solutions, quick solutions, quick results. And if it's not working quickly, then we jump to the conclusion that it doesn't work and we're on to the next thing. And I think that's a huge disservice that our industry has kind of sold the advisors. I think it's a much better approach to understand. I'm actually looking to build something of value, even to the extent that the, the, the more difficult it is, the harder it is for my competition to build the same thing. So I want to build that moat around my castle. So when this thing finally explodes in 12 months, the other advisors, actually probably 80% of the other advisors are not going to be able to compete because they're not going to be able to put in the time or be willing to run that marathon to kind of match what I've built. So I think the first thing is way too short-term focus on all marketing and on all business decisions on relationship building. So I'd say more of a medium and a long-term approach is really a, a, a good, smart thing to have. Then the other thing I would say is you just touched on it right now. Like you cannot be hungry. You, you have to go in thinking, how do I bring more value to this relationship, especially with the CP and attorney, but also with the client. It's not, how do I get a sale or how do I get the answer that I'm looking for? It's how do I bring more value? Take off my hat as a financial advisor, my hat as an insurance agent. How do I communicate value? How do I solve problems? And then I think that truly, if you couple the, that type of mindset with a medium and long-term approach, then all of a sudden you have something that is truly unique. As you're saying that I'm thinking back to when my kids were little and I was teaching them how to ride a bike. We're on the hill and uh, they had their pads on because of course you, you wear pads nowadays and it was grassy. It was really soft and comfy because I knew they were going to fall. I told them, hey, you guys will fall down, right? And so what happened was I, I my first son, Wesley, he went down first and he was staring at the front tire and he was over uh, oversteering everything and then fell right like right away he fell because he didn't have that long view. And then my other son, Derek, they're twins and, and he, I told him, hey, look as far out into the distance as you can. He went like eight times farther. In fact, he was freaking me out because I thought he was going to end up going into the road. And I just think that is such a, a powerful business perspective. And it's interesting to me that our industry is so hard and fast on getting results today when that's the opposite of what you tell your clients every time they come in, right? Hey, you know what? Don't worry about what's going on in the market right this minute because we're investing for the long term. We're financial planning for the long term. But oh my God, if I don't get you a lead within 24 hours of you signing up and writing me a check, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not worth anything. Now, what about geography? There were programs years ago that were protected by zip codes. So you went into a program and you were able to buy three zip codes. Do you worry about that? Are you concerned about overlap? Because I think that's the principle of scarcity mindset, which is wrong in the world today. I just don't think that that's the world we live in. How do you guys handle that? Or, or have you had that question as an objection? Yeah, of course we've had it. And I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a very outdated mindset. I think ironically, and maybe I would have said that, and I think it's in our training like six, five, six years ago, but especially in the last 12 to 18 months, I mean, people have just gotten so comfortable working virtually. So when I look at some of the best partnerships that have formed this year, the advisors in Florida, the CPAs in Indiana, the advisors in California, the CPAs in Texas, the clients in New Jersey, it's like geography has very little play, especially again, as you're getting into the digital marketing and digital space. So I think it's an exciting time because it's just, 
it's opened up this massive well of opportunity. It doesn't mean you need to move to San Francisco to work with high net worth clients anymore. We've got great 32-year-old advisor working in a small town in Minnesota doing the type of work that is unheard of in the industry. I mean, it's, geography is just, it's just not a limiting factor in the same way as it used to be. Do you talk about having more of a laser focus on who you want to work with? You were talking about this being a virtual family office, but even within the family office mindset, there are a lot of categories there. How do you coach on that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Jim Rohn, big mentor of mine, passed away a number of years ago, but he had this comment that we're all equal in terms of the value of our soul, but we're not all equal to the value of the marketplace. And his perspective was the more people that can do what you can do in the marketplace, the less valuable you are. The fewer people that can do what you can do in the marketplace, the more valuable you are. So I've kind of taken that to heart. Even when I was still meeting with clients, it's like, how many clients or how many people within a 50 mile radius can do what I can do. And if it's a big number, then I should probably start developing a little bit more of a unique value proposition, either through my niche or through my expertise. And so I think personally, what gets, it, it really comes down to the advisor, in my opinion, what gets them excited? What do they want to work with? I told you at the beginning of this, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So when I was working with clients, like I loved working with entrepreneurs. The more moving pieces, the better, because the more moving pieces, the more complexity and the more value I can bring between me and my team of experts. So I think specifically to your question, the more people can kind of look at their own personality and their own quirks and their own tweaks and their own passions and figure out how do I bring value to that marketplace, the more successful they'll be. And then you couple that with how do I find a partner like a CPA or an attorney that also is passionate about that? individual or that type of niche. And now all of a sudden we've taken one plus one and made 10. As we wrap up today, what did I miss? What, what should I have asked you about the elite resource team? Any of that stuff? What, what, what should I have asked you? I think that's a really good question, Matt. And what comes to mind for me initially is we are in a little bit of a wild, wild west for our industries. I don't think that should be a surprise to anybody. We know that between commoditization and technology, like there's some big shifts and accountants, wealth managers, insurance agents that have their head in the sand and are thinking that they're going to be able to operate in five years from now, the way they're operating today for the same type of income, I think are asleep at the wheel. So I think there's a massive opportunity and there's different things that will come out of this. There's different business models that will be successful. So it's not like ours is the only one. But I do think what you have to do is recognize, okay, things are changing. Now, what's the direction that I am excited to go and then commit to that and go that direction? Because right now is a massive window of opportunity for the ones that are kind of leading the pack. And in three to five years from now, the ones that do lead the pack will already be established, right? And the rest of the industry where it's like, oh, I guess I have to make a change. What do I do now? It's like, well, listen, I mean, you still might be able to make a living, but, but you're not going to be leading the pack anymore. So we have a massive opportunity. Anytime there's big change, there's massive opportunity. We have a massive opportunity. There's a couple unique blue ocean ways to, I think, evolve the practice. As a, as a whole, the more we can focus on bringing value to the marketplace, the more we can generate revenue, the more we can be unique, the more we put ourselves in a place where we can't be replaced. And so finding other like-minded professionals 
that want to also bring value and then teaming up with them is a winning strategy in my opinion. I can hear your excitement and I know that the other, our listening audience can too. When was the last time you were this level of excited about something, right? And I think that this is such an interesting time in the world where you, and you've always had the ability to do this, but you have the ability to build the business that you've always dreamed of. And why don't you do that? And could you imagine if you were able to build the business that you've always dreamed of and not have to sell and not have to be a schmuck and not have to be hungry tomorrow because you sold today. I mean, that's everything is changing to exactly what Anton is talking about today. And getting in front of this is going to be so important. And I believe that using programs like yours can really truly not only change the advisor's ability to live out their dream of being the best of the best. And nobody wants to be a half-assed advisor. Everybody wants to whole asset, right? They want to be the best that they can be. And by creating a team, Michael Jordan wouldn't have been Michael Jordan if he wouldn't have had a great team, right? You can be that person. And I think that's powerful. Okay. So what's the best way for people? If people want to know more about, about the least resource team or you or, or, or whatever's going on, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yep. Love it. So you can email support at elitert.com if you just have general questions, but I'd encourage you to go to www.elitemarketingplatform.com because we offer a free 14 day trial on that. And I haven't done this before, honestly, for a podcast, but what I would suggest is we have a 20% discount that we set up. So if you go to elitemarketingplatform.com forward slash VIP, Go to that site and there's a 20% discount in addition to a free 14-day trial. So check out what we have built. As I said, I think it is a massive window of opportunity as we sit here today. I think the blue ocean is staring us in the face and I would love people to jump in with us. Fantastic. Well, thank you for that. Uh, That's wonderful. We will absolutely make sure that we have the notes in our show notes, all those links that you just said there. I want to thank you for what you do. I want to thank you for empowering financial services professionals to truly be able to add so much value that they are entirely irreplaceable within their community or within their specific niche. So Anson, thanks for being on the show, my friend. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. Really enjoyed it. If you guys have not subscribed to this podcast, we're like 300 episodes in. What the heck are you waiting for? Subscribe to the darn thing. All you have to do is click that subscribe now button below. And if you know somebody who you've been sitting around with and you're at conferences or you've been meeting virtually, you're in a mastermind group or whatever, and they've said, you know what, man, I'd really love to be able to break in to to be able to work with CPAs or work with estate planning attorneys or work with the business advisory services, please make sure that you send them the link to this podcast and make sure that you have them look in those show notes to get that 20% discount. So for Anton and everybody at Elite Resource Team. This is Matt Halloran for Proudmouth, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.